0: tuning in. My name is Gabriela Ramirez and you're listening to Season 2, Episode 4 of Now as Then, where we discuss the ways in which Ancient Egypt has changed the different aspects of our culture in our world today. In this episode, The Purpose of Isis, we are going to discuss how the Goddess Isis has changed throughout time, from when she was first created in Ancient Egypt to nowadays, where she is still revered by some in the world. The cult of Isis still exists today. So what is it about this goddess that makes her so famous? Even most people who don't revere her in any way know who she is and know that she has some connection to ancient Egypt. Even some know that she is an Egyptian goddess. But what is it about her that makes her so popular? We find out that, throughout history, she has been worshipped by many, but she has not always retained the same meanings that she has had from Ancient Egypt. So, let's dive into the original meanings of Isis from Ancient Egypt, when we first hear about her purpose there. In Ancient Egypt, when we learn about Isis, she has very much taken on the role of a mother goddess and wife to Osiris. She is specifically the mother of Horus, and in the contendings of Horus and Set, she helps her son become the ruler of the gods and goddesses, cradling him like a baby, though there are two main forms of Horus, Horus the Younger and Horus the Elder. If you would like to learn about the different forms, and popularity of Horace, check out Season 1, Episode 4, Falcons and Pharaohs. In fact, some figurines of Isis are of her cradling baby Horace and nursing him. One such figurine can be found at the John Hopkins Archaeological Museum. It has a turquoise color, and you can tell that it is Isis by the symbol that is on her hair, the chair symbol. She holds Horus near her breast so that she can feed him. This image of Isis cradling baby Horus speaks to her qualities as a mother. Caring, protective, and supportive. If you'd like to learn more about the image of Isis nursing baby Horus, check out season one, episode five, Like a Virgin, Madonna and Child. Thus, the the Egyptians viewed her in the same way, a mother asking her for guidance and protection, just like how she did for Horace and his troubles. Here is Jordan Golgzynski, a graduate student at UCLA, with more information on the topic.
1: I think often Isis gets um, kind of equated with motherhood and, you know, childbirth and like the protective mother. So I think that's often, um, especially later on in Egyptian history, she gets she gets the mother um kind of signal um, earlier on i mean she has like the kind of regenerative aspects too with putting together osiris and then making the first king horus so she you know it's very integral in starting kingship in ancient egypt but yeah i think most cases it's she's connected to motherhood children protection things like this
0: so even though isis possessed different qualities and grander powers such as the power of regeneration The Egyptians considered her a mother goddess, having all of the qualities of a mother, and protecting ancient Egyptians like her children. When foreigners began to invade and travel to Egypt, the Egyptian culture became syncretized into other civilizations, especially Greek and Roman cultures. In some cases, some Egyptian gods and goddesses were forgotten, however, Isis did not die so easily like the others. With a strong Greek influence in Egypt, especially in the Delta region, many of the Greeks began to syncretize or merge Isis into their culture, even along with their own gods and goddesses. Oftentimes the Greeks would compare her to Aphrodite. It is very interesting that she would be compared to Aphrodite given that her role in ancient Egypt was a mother goddess. Aphrodite does not necessarily possess motherly qualities. In fact, she is vain about her own beauty. However, the Greeks compared Isis to the fertility aspects of Aphrodite, since Isis impregnated herself when she regenerated Osiris from the dead. The comparison between Aphrodite and Isis possibly gives the latter a new purpose as a goddess of fertility. Though it is not a very popularized idea, there are still some who compare Isis to Aphrodite for this purpose. However, Isis was syncretized into Greek mythology in another somewhat unusual way. There were some Greeks who believed that Isis was the goddess of the seas. Now, in Greek mythology, it is Poseidon who is the god of the seas. This could possibly be another connection to Isis' possible grander powers. According to the 2019 book Isis Pelagia, Images, Names, and Cults of a Goddess of the Seas, it says that the Egyptians perceived the seas as frightening, a place where there are risks that can lead to capsizing or even death. Even if the Egyptians did not value the seas, the Greeks Definitely did, as they built their entire culture around the Mediterranean Sea. So, because the Greeks began to perceive, through Egyptian syncretization how much power Isis could have, they believed that her power must be demonstrated through the power of the waves. Therefore, to some cults of Isis in Greece, Isis's purpose was to be the goddess of the seas, praying to her to keep them safe as they crossed the seas as a sign of her power. It is very different from the purpose of a mother goddess. Across the pond in Rome, Isis gained huge popularity than she ever had before. There, she was so absorbed into Roman culture that she was considered an all-goddess. A goddess with so much power that she had powers from most of the other deities in Roman mythology. According to the 2016 book, Isis, Eternal Goddess of Egypt and Rome, some Romans viewed her as a savior as she eventually becomes a beneficial goddess of nature, a savior, and to many, the sole goddess. Again. The savior purpose appears in the Roman culture, attributing to her great power. And many Romans believed that she was so much more powerful than the other Roman deities that they worshiped Isis more. Their worship was so great that they began to build temples and statues for her. In the Art History Museum in Vienna, Austria, in the collection of antiquities, There is a statue of Isis from Roman culture, and it's from the Middle Imperial period, from the first half of the second century CE. It was found in Naples, Italy. Now, this statue has some Egyptian culture on it, like the broken sistrum in her right hand, or the jar of the holy Nile water in her left hand, or maybe the headdress of the sun disk between cow horns borrowed from the ancient egyptian goddess hathor the main difference is she is dressed in roman garments specifically black roman garments in the description of the statue the dark parts of the robes are meant to contrast against the white marble of the incarnate of the goddess to demonstrate her purity this statue is a great representation of isis's popularity among the romans and her popularity swept over the entire roman empire and remained there for many more decades jordan has more to add about isis popularity in rome i think specifically of the romans um adopt the
1: cult of isis and bring to call it back to you know the italian peninsula so we find we find temples dedicated to isis um in pompeii you couldn't there's one there's one in rome um we have people being you know priests of isis italians romans uh even stories uh, uh the the golden ass the metamorphosis is a story about um a individual a roman going trying to initiate into the isis cult and you know, all the mysteries that you know is part of this
0: the mystical and exotic aspect of isis being from ancient egypt also very much appealed to the romans the main significance here of isis from the greeks and the romans is that to them she was not a mother goddess to some Greeks, she was a powerful goddess, the goddess of the seas. Although it definitely surprised me, I can see why they revered her as a goddess of the seas, due to her power and connection to water from two very different civilizations. The Greeks knew that they had to appeal to her for a safe passage on the seas. Then we move on further to Roman culture, and she's seen as an all-goddess. Almost as if she was monotheistic, even though some Romans were still polytheistic and did worship the other gods and goddesses. But there were many, many Romans who saw her as a generic, mystical all-goddess with a lot of power to bring salvation to them. It was very different from her role as a mother goddess, someone who would protect the Egyptians. As I continued my research, I noticed that I could not find sources that stated she was very popular during the Middle Ages or the Renaissance era. And I think the reason for this has to do with the rising popularity of Christianity. Here's what Jordan says about the popularity of Christianity and how it affected cults of Isis at the end of the Roman Empire.
1: I think just that, but like, but you know, Christianity being so popular, and you can't, you know, in Christian thought, you there's one God, right? You can't worship other gods. So um, the popularity of Christianity, everyone being Christian, at least in you know Europe and such, um, takes over. Even in Egypt, right? We have their, they convert very quickly to um, Christianity. So I just think, yeah, the popularity of monotheism, right, of monotheistic religions during the time
0: Yeah. To kind of take over. Sometimes some Christian officials would take brutal ways to stop people from worshiping polytheistic religions. Those who were found worshiping another god or pagans were put to death. So someone who was worshiping ISIS would have most likely stopped. However, this does not mean that the cult of Isis died off. In fact, the cult of Isis has been found in some unusual places. So, let's move on further in time and go to County Wexford in Ireland in 1994. An article was published in the National Catholic Reporter called Goddess Isis Alive and Well in County Wexford. Now, you might be probably thinking... Wait, isn't Ireland predominantly Catholic? And this article implicitly asks the same question as well. The article asserts that even in Catholic Ireland, the cult of Isis is very popular. It addresses how the first appearance of the cult of Isis was in 1976, 18 years before the publication of this article. It even shows a picture of Isis in the Huntington Castle Temple. Olivia Robertson and the Reverend Lawrence Durden Robertson launched the Fellowship of Isis, which praised Isis for her feminine divinity, especially since they needed a powerful female spirituality against the men who have been messing up the world. They found Isis so that they could have some connection to divinity to help them out. This was in the 1970s, 1980s where the goddess Isis is still very much popular, possibly even due to Egyptomania, the renewed interest of Europeans in ancient Egypt, with, yet again, another different purpose for the goddess Isis, and her popularity continues even into the 21st century. In an article called Isis and Sacred Magic and Isoteric Books, by Isadora from the website Isiopolis, a website dedicated to the goddess Isis, there is a picture of what a modern-day altar of Isis would look like. The modern altar of Isis, of the Fellowship of Isis in Utah, has a little Isis figurine in the center with her wings expanded outwards and upwards to show the full length of her power. Surrounding her are other little figurines and some flowers, one of the other figurines being Osiris. Behind her, there is a tapestry of Isis, laying on her side and her wings spread out. Here, Isis is a magician goddess. This ability actually comes from some evidence of it in ancient Egypt, and it was not as known as her role as a mother goddess. However, some current fellowships of isis understood magic to be inseparable from the relationship with isis the goddess of magic from the compassionate magic of healing to the ecstasy of the third union that renews spirit and deepens the soul isis now has a new purpose isis as the goddess of magic magic that is used to heal. Now, this is a different purpose than what we have seen. Before, she was powerful, a mother, purely divine. Now, she is a magician, but most of all, a healer. Many people can speculate about why, in modern times, people want to see her as a magic healer, done through compassion. One speculation, and again, it is a speculation, is that through all the war and suffering we have been through, some people wanted a little compassion in the world. Though the cults and fellowships of ISIS are popular in modern times today, there are many people who don't worship her but still use the aesthetic and some understanding of Isis to commercialize her meaning. For example, in 2014, Katy Perry released a music video to her single Dark Horse featuring GCJ. Towards the end of the music video, around three minutes, Katy Perry begins to ascend the pyramid that she received as a gift, demonstrating her power. But at around three minutes and 20 seconds, She begins to pull these wings from behind and strongly hold them out as she continues to sing, and the song begins to finish. These images are the same as the images of Isis on a modern altar. Even before this moment in the video, she says she is Aphrodite, provoking the comparison of Isis to Aphrodite. Afterwards, I found another video titled Katy Perry's Dark Horse Behind the Scenes to see if there was any reason for why she chose to be Isis at the end of the music video. Although she did mention the parts about her being Isis, she didn't give any explanation for this choice. So, I must speculate if the use of Isis is a part of Ancient Egyptian commercialization or using images of ancient Egypt for someone's profits. Like I mentioned before, not many people know much about the goddess Isis. Then, could it be that Katy Perry was commercializing the way Isis looked like so that she could appeal to those who might recognize that she was trying to look like Isis? She would not just be commercializing Isis, but all of ancient Egypt. She compares herself to Cleopatra as well, and there are various images of Egyptian gods and goddesses that would be in ancient Egyptian tombs. She uses the aesthetic of ancient Egypt as background to what her song is really about, telling a lover not to mess with her. Here's what Jordan says about possible commercialization in Dark Horse. I I
1: think they're harkening back to these images we have from Egypt, right, of spreading her wings, being, like, a, a vulture goddess, right, of, like, protecting. Um, so I think they're definitely pulling on these metaphors that the Egyptians would recognize today if they saw Katy Perry's music video. But then to the Egyptians, right, this stuff was supposed to be, you know, not shown to the public Maybe kept in a tomb, kept in a temple, and in like a very sacred space, and not for you know popular media or something like this. So I think the Egyptians would be like, "You're blaspheming like the goddess, right?" Um, So I think they would recognize the artistic metaphors being used, right, that recall Isis, her her headdress, maybe her garb, the wings and stuff like this. Um, But I don't think they would acknowledge. How she's being used i guess in this commercialization sense of like harkening back to this exotic egypt like katy perry was trying to do
0: thus it begs the question is it due to reference to isis or mass commercialization in conclusion isis had all these different purposes throughout time and space to the egyptians she was a mother goddess to some greeks she was the goddess of the seas paralleling the importance of the seas to the romans with which she gained much popularity she was a generic savior all goddess very powerful very mystical then in county wexford 1976 she was a goddess of pure female divinity to combat patriarchy in modern times She is a compassionate, magic healer goddess. Throughout these changes of meanings, Isis was constantly commercialized along with the rest of ancient Egypt to gain profit from her aesthetics. But why? Why Isis? Circling back to our main question, why Isis? She has developed many meanings and purposes throughout time and history that some people may not even know what is real anymore. I think, however, the bigger question is this. What was actually happening at the time when her purpose changed? With the Greeks and the Romans, they were invading and traveling to Egypt and were mesmerized with the exoticness of this place. Thus came ISIS as a powerful goddess with a mystical aspect. In the 1970s, the feminist movement was taking a hold in many places around the world, wanting women to have more power. Thus came ISIS as a powerful feminist goddess. Nowadays, in 2020, there is still prejudice and injustice in our country and all over the world thus came isis as a compassionate healer goddess even in the middle ages and renaissance era when she was not popular christian officials persecuted those who worshipped polytheistic gods and goddesses the main common denominator is this something major happened added with the exotic aspect of isis and ancient egypt that prompted people to change Isis's purpose to fit the times. All of this could be speculation, but I'll leave you with this thought. There are some people who love the aesthetic of ancient Egypt and its popularity, and to some extent the power that Isis represents. So maybe that's why the goddess Isis appeals to them so much. Whether it is true reverence or commercialization, ISIS has some great importance to most people in the world today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Now is Then. If you're interested in more content like this, be sure to check out our other episodes of Now is Then. I'd like to give a big thanks to Deidre Whitmore of Digital Archaeology Lab Cotsdam Institute, Robin Price, Simon Lee, Catherine Capsidellis, Jet Jacobs of UCLA Library Special Collections, and Martin Brennan of Scholarly Communication Education for making this podcast possible. I want to give a special thanks to my interviewee, Jordan Golksinski for her input in this episode. Again, thank you so much for listening and stay healthy.